So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having a fantastic day. And uh, we are doing a continuation of a previous episode, which was on creativity that was released a few days ago. We had an interview on Thursdays. Every Thursday is an interview. But I wanted to do a second part. And I actually mentioned at the beginning of the year, if you've gone back and listened to some episodes, which I know a lot of you do, which was very impressive to me because we have tons of content here. But if you go back, uh, you'll see around January of 2021, uh, sorry, 2022, I had made a decision personally that I was going to shorten the episodes. We were, you know, hovering between 20 to 25 minutes usually. And I'm, I'm these days, I'm aiming for like the probably 10 to 16 minute kind of range instead. And more successful on that some days than others. But anyway, the, the episode about creativity was going long. And I was like, okay, I'll just do a second, uh, a second part here. So a, a quick recap of part one. We talked about how all are creative naturally. Sorry, all are naturally creative, but not all are creative naturally. And what we mean by that is that everybody has the ability to create, but not everybody is empowered to do so. And typically it is because we weren't given permission or is because we have reduced the definition of creativity to artistry. So I encourage you, go back and listen. That's episode 244. It's called Creativity for Men, part one. Today, we are going to build off some of these concepts into creativity for men, part two. Now, one of our, our main themes from the previous episode was that, look, you you might be really good at, at creating systems creating structures. You might be really good at building. Those are all different and beautiful examples of being creative. And they're just as relevant as somebody who is artistic and can paint really well or write a song. There's no right or wrong here. There's no better or worse. Sure, some people are going to be rewarded more uh, financially and with the following. That is not how we evaluate whether or not it's truly valuable to society. All we're simply looking at for starters, is are you creating? Are you being creative? And then secondly, is it impacting the people around you? And that part is, to be honest, a little bit, um, it's it's much less important because I I think for me, I've written, you know, hundreds of songs and most of them suck. (laughs) You know, most of them I don't like. I don't think I'm going to be able to do much with them. I shouldn't say I don't like them, but I I just know like I'm capable of writing better songs than this. And that's okay. Like it's okay that that I'm not sharing that song with the world. Um, but of course there, there are a handful of songs that I really like that I chose to, you know, make a CD from, uh, my wife and, and I are going to record some one day. I'm pretty sure of that. And, you know, there are good songs in there as well. And all it's to say is, again, we just, we don't measure how successful something is creatively by whether or not it impacts other people. Uh, our first priority actually is simply to create because it's what we're wired to do. We're all meant to do it. But I did want to talk about the second element, which is how do you evaluate your creative works? And the best example that we get from that is God himself in Genesis 1. 
the creation story. Now, there's lots of things to learn here. I'm going to give you a little bit of a tip at the end if you stick around. That is uh, honestly one of the best, probably one of the best discoveries I ever made in the Bible was just reading through Genesis 1, studying some of the creation story. And I remember when I saw this, I was like, wait a minute. I wish somebody would have told me that a long time ago would have saved me a lot of trouble. And uh, I'm going to explain that at the end. But the the, the gist here is that God has created uh, everything in seven days as, as we know it, or at least as is written. I know some people, some Christians have different views on whether it's literally seven days or whatever, and we're just not getting into that. It's not the scope of this podcast. But God did create everything. I think we can agree on that. And he created it in a certain order. And he created for six days, and on the seventh day, he rested. Now, there's a lesson right there for all of us, because again, as I mentioned, we're all called to create. Even if you think about writing an email, writing an email, which is something we all do, right, regardless of personal work or business or whatever, writing an email is a creative process. You, you are creating something out of nothing, and you have to form the thoughts and the sentences together in your own unique way. Sometimes you have to find very clever ways to say things because uh, you don't you don't get the benefit of vocal tone and intonation in an email. There, there, even that is a is a creative process in of itself. It's interesting that God uh, could have created all seven days, and you know He could have done like some creative works that were just for fun on day seven. You know what I mean? But he rested. He took a rest from everything. It's a really good lesson for us, which is that even things that maybe are, maybe you're creative just as a hobby, okay? Maybe it's not something you're doing six days a week, um, but make sure that it's actually restful. You know, after six days of creating for God, he took the seven day to rest. Did God need to rest? I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how I would answer that question. Does God need anything? You know what I mean? Uh, probably not. But he he obviously chose to do it for a reason. He modeled something. In, in my own experience, I can say that when I was songwriting, and again, forgive me for using an artistic example when I'm making an argument here that not all creativity is necessarily artistic, um, but it's probably one of the best ways I can illustrate this point. When I was writing songs, I would often find that, you know, I would sit down and I would work on a song, and there were some days where at the end of two hours of work, I had three words, I had deleted a lyric, and that was it. Like, literally no progress. And then a, a day or two later, I would be mowing the lawn, or I'd be in the shower, and I'd be like, oh, I got it. You know, I got my little hook, or the lyric, or the melody, or whatever it was that I needed. So resting actually enhances the creative process. And and so if you're stuck in your creative uh endeavors, whatever it might be, again, whether it's artistic or non-artistic, you you get a chance when you rest to just let those creative juices relax a little bit and let dots connect that otherwise would not. Just it, There's just something about giving that space of rest that we can learn from. Now, the main point I really wanted to drive home today is this little tiny detail that we observe at the end um, of every single day which is that after God creates something, you know, look, you look at Genesis 1 verse 3, God said, let there be light and there was light and God saw the light that it was good. He created He created the land, he created the firmament. He actually didn't say it was good after, um, after the firmament, but then when he created uh, the dry land, he saw that it was good. He saw the seas were there and God saw that it was good. So on, so forth. After he creates uh, the grass and the herbs and the fruit trees and everything, he saw that it was good. Very, very important here. God did not say that it was good. 
He saw that it was good. Very, very important. This is a model for how you and I are supposed to look at our creative endeavors. God liked what he created. How often have you created something and afterwards been your harshest critic about it? And you saw the 1,000 different things that you would do differently. And, oh, I just hate this thing. I wish I never did it. It sucks. I don't want to show it to anybody. I, I, if we were in person, I would ask you to raise your hand if you've ever had any of those thoughts. Because the reality is a lot of us learn, okay? We learn to respond to our creative works this way. This is totally learned. And I realized this when I was a recording artist. And I thought, this is so ridiculous. Why do people spend all these hours slaving away, slaving away at their creative works only to hate it. It's so silly. And I, God actually spoke to me about it and he said, only if they don't love themselves. Only if they don't love themselves. And it was like, ah, right. And suddenly everything connected. Now, allow me to kind of explain what I mean. When you, we create something, okay, a, I don't know, um, a song, a building, a strategy, an email. Everything that you and I create is made in our image. It is a reflection of ourselves. That's why getting up on a stage and singing in front of people is so scary because they are literally seeing you for what you're worth. They, they see you through and through. It's, it's, it's an authentic expression of self. And that can be really vulnerable. That can be really scary. That's sometimes why it's easier to just simply follow the status quo and do what's already been done. Because if I create, then I am, I am putting myself out there, quote unquote. And that is scary. But if you love yourself, you will love what you create. God saw that what he created was good. Why? Because God knew that he is good. So if he knows he is good, then of course he will see what he creates as good also. Now this is a model you and I are invited into. It doesn't mean you have to suddenly pretend you love your stuff. Because again, that's why it, God did not say it was good. He wasn't just like, this is good. I declare it in Jesus' name. This will be good. I will learn to love this. He actually saw, he believed it. He perceived what he created to be good. Not because he had to learn to fall in love with what he created, although that could be part of the process. I've definitely been through that. But it was because he saw himself as good. So if you have a hard time appreciating what you've created, it might be because you have a hard time appreciating yourself. More specifically, the parts of yourself that are reflected in the creation. So this is a big one. This is something to really take in, guys. If you don't love what you create, it's likely because you don't love yourself. So one of the best things that you and I do to grow in our creative skills and to start appreciating what it is that we create is learning self-love, learning self-compassion, learning to look at yourself in the mirror and love what you see. Doesn't happen overnight. It's not an easy endeavor. I'm not going to try to sell you like this just, you know, flip of a switch and you're good to go. It, it takes work. It takes time. It takes effort. But the really fun thing 
is that you eventually learn to love your stuff. Let me finish with the story and then I'm going to share with you my top expert tip here from Genesis 1. I was doing a tour in Europe after releasing my album and I was flying from Belgium to Germany and we were on the plane and I had made an effort of listening to my album, my music. My music at that point had been out for about eight or nine months but I, I, I legitimately loved it and I actually had a discipline of I would listen to it and I would either journal about it or I would let the still small voice of God speak to me while I listened to it. And he would just say, I love this song. Oh, that lyric you did there. I love that. You know, God would just speak these words of encouragement over me. And I was training myself to love myself and to love what I created. And, and God really helped me in that process. And I was on, we were on the plane and I, I kind of just felt like I, I'm listening to my music for, I don't know, whatever reason. And I, I was sort of having this moment of like, oh my gosh, it just, I was rem- remembering the the early stages of some of these songs and how terrible they were and how far they had come and just having this moment of like, wow, God, you've done so much. I'm so grateful. And as I was doing it, I, I realized that about 30 minutes had passed and the plane hadn't moved and the stewardess came on the microphone or the intercom or whatever and said, you know, I apologize, guys, due to uh, some some complications with the engine. There's a bit of a delay. It looks like we won't be taking off for another 30 minutes. Please stay tight. And it was just bad timing. You know, as it was happening, I I, I started to cry, not, not from what she said, but I was crying because I was having this really tender moment where I was like, wow, God, you've done so much and this is so incredible. And uh, I was just moved, you know, I was moved to the point of tears and I start crying and she makes this announcement and we we caught eyes, you know, at the same time. And so she's looking at me and I, I she was like, kind of confused and perplexed like bro it's only 30 minutes that the plane's delayed like you're gonna be okay you know and I like quickly obviously broke eye contact and looked away and just had my moment and uh, I I share that story to, to illustrate that you know when you really love yourself and you learn to love your works um, then it doesn't matter what other people say about you. It doesn't matter what they, what, whether they like it or they don't like it. Uh, you know, I, I got a lot of encouraging words about that album, but I didn't need them because I already loved what I created. You know, I, I love who I am and I love the, the parts of me that were expressed in those songs. And uh, again, it takes time to build, but I want to just forecast a little bit of vision here for what that might look like. Now, I hope this, that this series inspires you to create a little bit, and I want to give you an expert-level tip that I picked up from the book of Genesis, which is simply this. It's very interesting to me. God created uh, the very first day, right? He created light. He said, let there be light, and there was light. So you have this divide between light and darkness. Now, that is day one, but it's not until day four that God creates the sun, So really think about that. The concept of light and dark are there. He's put them out for all the world to see. But what actually gives light does not come until four days later. And sometimes if you you struggle with perfectionism or, or you're very critical of your ideas before you even vocalize them or write them out or draw them or express them, you, you actually stop yourself from reaching those better creative solutions. Sometimes you have to start with a broader concept or just an idea as a placeholder and just to say, we'll build on this and we'll make it better later. In God's case, he created light and then he decided the way he was going to fulfill that concept of light was using the sun. And you and your creative endeavors may have an idea that's not fully developed. That's okay. Start with it. 
get it out there, and the specifics and the refinements will come with time. You'll also notice that God didn't spend day two going, all right, now what's going to cause light? No, he went and started creating the firmament and the waters and the trees. And then he created the sun. So you can carry about your business. You know, um, th- this is when I write songs, this is what I do. I have, I have some really terrible ideas and I'm like, okay, we'll just put it in. We'll, we'll hold it for now. But I have some inspiration for this other area of the song. I'm going to work on that. And then once that's finished up, maybe I have some more ideas for the other part and I'll go back to it. And all else to say, guys, if there's one thing you get from this, start. Just start. Don't don't waste time mulling, contemplating. I'm not creative. Oh, I don't know. I feel so intimidated by it. Just start. And as you take steps and you keep doing this more and more, you're going to be amazed at how you discover more about yourself and you learn to love yourself. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. It's so much, so much fun. And for me, this was a huge part of the recovery journey was really embracing my creative gifting, um, enjoying what I created and learning to love myself. And like I said, it takes time, but it is worth the journey and it will put you in a much better position to, uh, to love yourself and to love what you created. Thank you guys for listening. This was a fun series. I, I'm really passionate about the subject and, um, and I hope that this inspired you a little bit. Uh, if you create something out of this, send me an email, email podcast at sathiasam.com and I'd love to hear about it. But in the meantime, I wish you guys an amazing day and I hope today's episode helped you live with confidence and integrity. Take care, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathia again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.